Hello, everyone, and welcome or welcome back to Tech Unraveled, brought to you by Vistacom, where we unravel the AV industry. We go beyond the buzzwords and get real and dirty with experts and thought leaders from a, a wide variety of sectors in pro AV. I'm Josh Herring, Marketing Communications Specialist with Vistacom. And I'm Leanna Russell, Vistacom Sales and Marketing Manager, and we are your hosts. All right, Leanna, this is our second podcast. Can you believe we're actually doing the darn thing? I know, right? And we are bringing the most with our episode lineup that we have planned. Yep, that is right. And today we have an incredible guest, um, and we are so lucky to have him on. Yes, David Lebuskis is here. Dave has been the CEO of Avixa since January 2013, where he's worked to promote industry professionalism, expand global programs, and raise awareness of Avixa offerings. He serves on the board of directors of Integrated Systems Events, LLC, a joint venture, European trade show company, and Infocom Asia PTE in Singapore, operating Infocom branded trade shows in the region. Prior to joining Avixa, Dave served as vice president of RTK. KL, a leading architectural and engineering firm where he founded the company's technology design practice and oversaw the delivery of AV, voice, data, wireless, environmental media, electronic security, and acoustic services. And Dave's education cred includes a BA in international politics from Penn State and an MBA from Loyola University of Maryland. Welcome to Tech Unravel, Dave, and thanks so much for joining us. It's great to be here. Thank you. All right. So for those who um, haven't seen it yet, Dave will be our keynote speaker at the Vistacom Tech Expo coming up in literally one month now. Um, so on today's episode, we really want to chat and get Dave's perspective on the state of the industry, but also dive into what he plans to share with everyone at the Tech Expo and try to investigate why it's important to make time for technology shows like this. Um, and why it can actually make a difference in your business. Dave, before we get into things, um, for our listeners out there who may be unsure exactly what Avixa does, can you explain its role in the industry and how it serves the community? Yeah, happy to do that. Um, I, the, the, as you mentioned in uh, my intro there, spending the last 10 years trying to make people aware of this, um, but uh, always appreciate the opportunity to further illuminate it. AVIXA is an acronym, it's A-V-I-X-A, which stands for the Audiovisual and Integrated Experience Association. We're an industry association rep representing the commercial AV industry. Um, we uh, serve really in a hybrid role. We are both a trade association representing the companies like Vistacom, and we are a professional society serving and supporting the AV professionals, the individuals that are actually doing the work. Um, <clears throat> we have members uh, around the world. Uh, we've been in uh, existence since 1939. We're a not-for-profit, uh, and our primary focuses on being a catalyst for market growth and being a hub for that AV professional community. The way we do that is through a series of services and outreach and programs. Um, we're probably best known in the United States for Infocom, which is the annual trade show gathering for the pro AV industry. Uh, you also mentioned 
uh, a couple boards that I sit on around the world where we are owners uh, in joint venture of uh, trade shows in Europe, uh, the integrated systems event uh, show ISE that takes place in Barcelona, and then a couple shows in Asia, uh, actually heading to India on Wednesday uh, this coming week for our Infocom India. Um, in addition to those trade shows, which of course um, gather sellers and buyers and create a marketplace and an opportunity for those that are in the industry to learn and grow. Uh, we also have a certification program for AV professionals, the Certified Technology Specialist and uh, Advanced CTSD for Design and I for Installation. Uh, we also develop and uh, publish standards for the industry, uh, things like uh, image contrast ratio, uh, all of these things that none of our customers really think about, but are critically important in order to make a room work or a space work. Um, we do an enormous amount of education, uh, both online as well as in person. Uh, we also develop a lot of market intelligence. So we've got, we've got about 170 employees around the world that are focused in on this and serving the industry. Yeah, and I do have to say that Visticom has always subscribed to everything that Avixa does. We we are a member and we have many CTS and CTSD accredited um, employees and we are constantly um, promoting continuing education within Visticom. So thank you, Dave, and thank you to everyone at Avixa for just, you know, helping to um, push this out into the industry and, and be that support for people like Visticom and, and our customers. You're welcome. I mean, it's a, it's a labor of love. Uh, almost all of us that are in the organization uh, at some point in our career benefited from the offerings of the association. And it's, um, you know, of course, it's a, a position. It's a job for those 170 people, but it is also a passion. And, uh, it uh, it makes it makes it pretty cool place to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and as someone fairly new to the AV industry, I honestly don't even know what the industry would be like without Avixa, um, as far as like learning goes and uh, resources and events and standards and all of those great things. So um, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we so, should just uh, stop there. That's a great way to close. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're only getting started. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So going off of that, um, let's kind of talk about um, adapting to the past two and a half years, right? So um, were there shifts that Avixa had to make kind of parallel to all sorts of global AV markets? Um, and what are some of the positives that, that came out of that? Uh, what do you, what do you mean in the last two and a half years? Did something happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's yeah, a little bit, a little bit of impact. So uh, yeah, COVID, the pandemic, has, there's really two ways of answering this question. One is like as CEO of a business. Um, and the other is as CEO of an industry association serving the AV industry. Um, from business perspective, let me answer that one first because that's probably the, um, the the least interesting. You don't really want to listen to me um, cry for a couple hours, but um, <clears throat> you know, 
all of those services I just described that Avixa does are essentially funded um, through the um, revenues that we gain doing those trade shows. And you may have noticed that beginning in March of 2020, there weren't a lot of trade shows taking place. Uh, and so in essence, Avixa uh, got hit with about a 90% revenue loss uh, over the course of three days um, or three weeks. Um, and uh, that continued, I mean, throughout all of 2020. We did have a trade show, interestingly enough, in Beijing in the fall of 2020 as China was reopening. Um, and uh, the, it was a challenged environment. And that, that drove us as an employer, as business, to, to really rework and look at what is our business model, how, what are our offerings, how do we um, serve the industry, what do we need to do in order to get through this, um, are we structured in the way that we should be structured in order to deliver these services? Um, I'd say the end result of that from a business perspective is that um, it's such an overused term, but agile. Uh, and we, we really have, I was just at a conference uh, about a week or two ago and it talked about disruption equals opportunity. Uh, and one of their keynote speakers uh, said, you know, innovation comes when you're backed up against the wall. Innovation doesn't happen when you've got all the choices in the world and all the resources in the world. You, you innovate when, when you are forced into having to do that. And I think that drove us as an organization to become much more focused and much more clear about what is it that we really are trying to achieve and what are the tools available to us today and tomorrow to achieve them. Um, the, the aspects of service to the industry, we did, we did everything everybody did, right? We, we did a virtual trade show that um, everybody hated. Um, the, uh, no, nobody liked those. Uh, the attendees loved being able to get together and be in a chat room, essentially, and be able to connect with each other. We were so starved for any type of human connection at that point. Um, but it wasn't a big uh, return to the exhibiting uh, members of the shows. What did become far more accepted, and, and globally, because it, it wasn't as globally accepted, prior to COVID is on-demand education and um, short-form education, webinars, um, quick videos. Um, and that gave us an opportunity to really broaden the capabilities of delivering courseware. Um, during the initial stages of the pandemic, we, we dropped all of our uh, paywalls essentially made made a VIXA training available to anybody anywhere in the world. All they had to do is sign up for a basic membership free. So basically, chain, give us your email and you can have a hundred hours of training for free. Um, and I think that had a big impact. It helped people fill their time with professional development when they were hit with not being able to do something else. Uh, another thing that we um, were able to implement, it's now, it takes a long time to do, but we've moved those exams for CTS and D and I uh, online um, and made them available outside of testing centers. Um, not such a 
big deal in Pennsylvania uh, or Virginia, but a really big deal in Thailand or in India where you you may not have the uh, a car you may not have an ability and testing centers are you know in five or six or ten major cities the time and effort of getting to a testing center is more expensive than actually taking the test and so now that's eliminated and that that I'm really excited about uh, I I could go on but I think those are sort of some of the highlights uh, um, how we adjusted our offerings to to focus in on meeting our purpose, uh, but in an environment that was completely unimaginable. Yeah, that's great. Sounds like you guys uh, did a lot of the right things. And I know this past Infocom, I, I was fortunate to attend and it was fantastic. It was so great getting back in person. So, so glad to see things getting back to normal. Um, but addressing probably the biggest elephant in the room as far as uh, what has happened over the last two and a half years and what we're currently going through right now. And that's the um, the issues with the supply chain and the challenges that that brings onto um, the AV industry as a whole. Um, everyone, I think, is impacted from the integrator's perspective all the way down to the end user's perspective, of course. So, um, I know you guys have done a ton of industry research and gathered a lot of market intelligence and have been able to um, help us as integrators by sharing that with us. And I've, I've learned a lot, but definitely just curious what you have to say as far as, um, you know, the state of the supply chain crisis and uh, where that seems to be going over the next uh, year or two. Yeah, we we certainly don't have a crystal ball or the you know unquestionable source of truth here. We're we're monitoring it just as um, all the rest of the people in the world, let alone in our industry, are monitoring it. There's a lot of headwinds that are uh, challenging us. There was a presumed uh, and a presumed drop in demand that actually. Uh, was very, very temporary and immediately turned into a, a surge of demand. And unfortunately, the I mean, we all know what sort of are at the root of these things. It's uh, a supply was constrained when demand was increased. Um, the logistics and um, situations regarding um, the pandemic and shipping uh, have, have further acerbated this. Um, we we are not um, seeing any signs that this is abated um, in the next three, six, nine months. We see this as something that's moving forward through uh, 2023. And so uh, maybe back again to that, you innovate when your back is against the wall. The, um, the AV industry is remarkably resilient. And, um, you know, I can't tell you how many uh, companies I've met with and talked to their staff that, you know, there's almost a, you could almost have it as like a, a motto on the AV flag. Like we may not get it done easy, but we get it done. Um, and um, we, we apply creativity and innovation around serving the needs of our customers. And so, um, some some of the uh, integrators had 
the ability to pre-purchase. Some of the integrators are uh, able to really also work with their customers to identify what is it you actually need. Um, and uh, I think another key part of this is the continuing sort of expansion of transparency between the suppliers and the customers. I, I mean, you can, you can plan for anything as long as you can plan, right? It's that um, if you if you don't have the forward visibility, then you're in reaction mode and crisis mode and recovery mode. But if you know that this equipment is just not going to be available to you for six months or nine months, then a customer's got to make a choice with you, right? And you can inform and support them with, well, we have this alternative equipment that's available. We could delay your project. We could potentially give you uh, this via a different pathway and a service rather than an installation that will bridge you to what you would ultimately like. All of those types of solutions are sitting out there. Uh, and, and at the end, it, it involves listening well to your customer, maintaining um, open and trustful relationships within your vendor uh, relationships. And then it's not rocket science. It's not something new. It's, it's you know, under, uh, under promise and over deliver and be fair and honest and respectful of your customers' needs first. Stuff that Vistacom has been built around as core features of your culture. Yep. Couldn't have said it better myself. You, you hit on on everything that we've been going through lately and everything we're, we're trying to do through through the challenging times. But um, there are solutions out there and it just takes creativity and, and innovation, like you said. So, um, yeah, couldn't have said it better. <laughs> <laughs> Well, OG, Absolutely. after you after you guys made the comment about what would the industry be without a Vixa, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I mean, so one thing that you touched on was um, resiliency, and I think that is um, so important and has um, a lot of relevance towards the types of technologies that we've seen come out of the pandemic. Um, have you noticed any trends as it relates to a hybrid and distributed workforce? Um, and um, what types of AV technologies or services were adopted um, and perhaps some success stories? Yeah, absolutely. There's, uh, I mean, the, the whole concept of hybrid workforce, it's been talked about for a long time, but never at the level of criticality that we now face. I mean, again, I can answer this as CEO, and we'll talk about this a little bit during my keynote at your event, um, but also um, just really relaying what's happening in the workforce in the environment itself. And again, we have all these different complex factors that are impacting it. Um, what we really loved about uh, COVID and Zoom and Teams was the um, equity of the room. The, the fact that we might all be postage stamp sized um, pictures on a screen talking to each other, but we were all postage stamp pictures on a screen talking to each other. And, and that meant that everybody's voice could be heard more effectively. And this sort of um, 
camera that's positioned at the end of the room and has a wide angle shot of somebody that is um, standing a hundred feet away is is just not going to be acceptable. We've we've developed a new set of expectations back again to meeting expectations. Um, we we need ease of use. We need uh, to solve those camera shots with different technologies like auto framing and uh, facial detection software and dropping more AI into the communication and collaboration platforms, making them more transportable, scalable, ensuring they're secure. Um, it seems like a hundred years ago, we were listening to stories about, you know, virtual classrooms being Zoom bombed, right? And, but that's a real, that, that problem got fixed, but there continues to be, you know, amazingly creative people on the dark side that are looking to, to, interrupt and or capture communication. So there's, I, I could go on and on and on about this. And I know that you you don't want to, to do too much of that detail, but um, all of those are technologies that our industry is supplying and offering and wrapping them around a user experience, right? Which this is the X in Avixa, the experience part is it's not just technology. It's about creating an experience and connecting human beings to human beings and leveraging technology to achieve that. If you start talking about return to office or hybrid work or work from home, focused in only on the technology and the technology solutions, you're gonna miss the boat. This is an enormous change management issue. This is cultural change, human nature change, um, and we're gonna stumble, we're gonna trip, we're gonna you know, go down a blind alley on our path towards finding solutions and nobody, has all the answers today. Hopefully nobody ever will have all the answers, right? Um, that's another part of a growing industry like ours. Um, but it's it's people first, it's experience first, and it's not just UCC. It's, um, uh, as, as I was grabbing a water before we do this, and I'm thinking to myself, all the comforts of home. And then I'm like, well, that's actually a good theme to talk about office, right? You want all the comforts of home, but you also want the office. For sure. And like you said, we are on a limited time today, but we're going to get to hear a lot more from Dave at the Vistacom Tech Expo coming up on September 7th. Dave will be giving a keynote speech called The Great Return, a CEO's look at the return to the office and creating inclusive and sustainable hybrid workspaces. I am stoked to hear what you have to say there. Can you just give a little bit of a high level what um, everyone will have to look forward to at that session. Yeah, well, I think I, I, I want to share uh, some of our own stumbles and trips. Some of the, you know, what I was absolutely certain of in April of 2020 that I was absolutely wrong about um, and sort of share where we're heading with that. Um, it's a great event to come to for anybody that is listening to to this podcast. It um you know, there's there's a limited chance to actually touch and see and hear the technologies that our industry is offering. And um, you you don't experience what you really truly need to experience by browsing a web page. You, you can get a guide to that. I think of it as like browsing a web page from TripAdvisor before you head on the trip. Um, it helps you be uh, more enjoyable uh, during your time. And, you know, reading and learning about this online helps you with 
refining what you're asking for. But when you get into a room like you're putting together and bringing the various different partners you have into a room and offering those solutions, uh, it's a great concentrated learning opportunity that's real learning. And and I'm really privileged and proud to have been asked to share a little bit of what Avix has learned and what I've learned uh, in these last couple of years. Looking forward to being there. Yeah, we're looking we're, forward, we're looking having forward to having you. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so I don't want to belabor the uh, the hybrid work workforce conversation too much. Um, so I uh, I kind of want to get right into um, what do you what value do you think attendees will get out of seeing the technology in person at the Tech Expo? Um, maybe some examples of technology that you know really. You, you can look at it through a screen and there's so many great ways that, that we can learn about technology online now, but what, what will, what will attendees really get out of seeing it in person? Well, I think uh, uh, it's sort of what I was just talking about. Like you, you can actually see it, you can hear it, you can, um, the other part of it is it's not, again, back to, it's not just the technology, it's the people, right? It's, um, it's having an opportunity to talk to people from those different manufacturers, uh, as well as, and and maybe even more importantly, don't tell your manufacturers I said this, but is to talk to other people that have the same problems. Um, how how can you learn from their mistakes? How can you share uh, what you've learned? Um, that environment there there that doesn't exist online uh, in a sort of the 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 level of richness that can take place in the hallway in the lounges in the chairs while you're looking at your email um and uh friendships are born at these events colleagues are um reinforced at these events careers uh, are impacted and changed by coming to these types of events so uh, i i i'm a firm believer in bringing people together around common purpose and sharing and learning and laughing Absolutely. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Dave, for everything that you have helped us walk through today and everything that you will uh, give to our attendees at the trade show, uh, the Tech Expo coming up on the 27th. We're really looking forward to having you again, if I haven't said that enough already. Thank you for joining us on Tech Unraveled. Um, if you haven't, listeners, please go follow Dave Labuskis on LinkedIn and check out more about what Avix is doing at avixa.org. And again, the Tech Expo is on September 27th in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And you can register for that event at www.vistacominc.com slash techexpo2022. And also you can follow Vistacom on LinkedIn for regular updates on that. All right. Yeah. So thanks so much, Dave. Um, I don't know if we'll ever beat Dave Labuskis as a featured guest on this podcast, uh, but please be sure to join us next time to unravel more tech in the pro AV world. We have some really exciting stuff coming, some great guests, great guests talking about um, technology trends and some fun things. Um, and with that, just remember, you can't spell tech unraveled without AV. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Bye.